ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 68 of The Unhappy Cyclops, brought to you today from three different locations, um, yeah. downtown Dallas, Addison, yeah. and Basel, Switzerland. How are you guys doing? Doing good, man. We haven't uh, done a remote uh, episode since we've done Unhappy Stories. That is true, since like November, October, yeah. Yeah, it's really been a long time, but I am super happy that we're making this happen. We are here at the Unhappy Cycles where we keep an eye on Dallas, and it is obviously a weird situation we're all living through. Um, so the last episode we put up, it was a while ago, it was Julio uh, uh, Photo, uh, Andrew the photographer. Now afterwards, we were going to have John the director and then Local Menace. Um, however, we had to postpone. So a shout out to both those local artists because, yeah. you know, they were uh, really cool with us, you know, and understanding with, you know, uh, after Dallas went like the whole shelter North, in place, yeah, shelter in place yeah. thing. But we will uh, reschedule them, uh, hopefully, once things go back to normal. Hashtag vaccine. Got to get them on the show, man. Got to get them on the show. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll get them on the show. Um I- now today's episode is going to be different. It's gonna we're gonna go do a classic episode. That is, we're all gonna have segments, and like we were talking about earlier, if you are a longtime listener, you know what we're talking about. If you are not, then you're in for either uh, no, probably just a terrible time. <laughs> this is like, um, this is the OGs, yeah. man. This is yeah. There's no either or. What we were doing, you would yeah, think we just, would learn from this, but we don't. We, we don't. don't. <laughs> there's just one path this is going to go down on. So today for episode 68, since um, you know, we're all in remote locations, we don't have a local artist. We actually wanted to give a shout out to one of our longtime listeners. His name uh, nice. is yeah, Brandon Henry. Um, he is a longtime listener and commentator of the show. And he just started his own podcast called Blind Carbon Copy. First episode is out and it's pretty badass. Nice. Yeah. Go check it out. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a conversational podcast, and they talk about art in uh, different forms and fashions, and it's pretty cool. You can find them on Instagram, at Blind Carbon Copy, and then the number one. And you can also find them on – you can find the, the YouTube link right there on their profile. And also, shout out to I uh, to Blink. I know we may have mentioned Blink a couple of times on this uh, podcast or on a couple of projects mm-hmm. that we are, yeah. but he's yes, also on that show. Awesome musician, awesome, great conversationalist, badass dude. Well, so uh, nah, shout, out to <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to him. Shout out to was, Blink, a.k.a. Caleb. A.k.a. Caleb. And he was also yeah, in your video, uh, Go, right? Um, yeah. He was, uh, he was uh, one, one of the performance performers in Days of Lavender. Days of Lavender. Uh, I'm going to yeah. go ahead and say one thing. Hashtag bring Caleb's hair back. Um, when I oh, watched he cut it latest, off? Yeah, when I, when, I, when I watched the latest episode, he cut it off. And, Dude, uh, what a sellout. I'm just saying it right now on the air. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> he sold out. He sold out. Caleb, text me if you don't think bring you sold out. the hair back. <laughs> Bring it back. Bring it back, man. <laughs> yeah. But we're going to keep going here at the Unhappy Cyclops with our segment episode. So each of us brought in a segment, and we're going to run through these segments, and I'm sure there will be plenty of segues to be had. Um, Don't forget to check us out at Unhappy Cyclops. Like, subscribe, all the usual stuff on all the social media apps on your phone. What's next, gentlemen? Are we ready to jump into the segments? Yeah. Yeah, we're ready to run for a very... uh... For a very curious audience, what are the three segments before we start? That's a good point. The three segments, so we're going to get started with PlayStation Station. 
Um, we're going to move classic. on to a break afterwards. Yeah, that's a classic one. Then, oh, yeah. uh, then the next two segments are new. This, the next segment is going to be Quarren Stream Man by Iceman. Nice. And we are going to, and we're going to finish with, I actually have to come back and read my notes for <laughs> your name. And we're, yeah. And we're going to go ahead and finish Super with stay at home Stewie's travel tips. So those are going to be the three segments without further ado. We're going to get started with PlayStation station. Hell yeah. All right. Woo. And uh, if you haven't are not bored of hearing my voice yet, that's a good thing because I'm the one leading this segment. So we're gonna <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna power through. We did not think that through uh, when we were making that. It's all good. <laughs> we drew up the plan. <laughs> yeah. When is this guy gonna shut up? <laughs> so I've been at stay at home quarantine for just about six weeks. I'd say. Fortunately for me. During those six weeks, there have been two releases for two great games that kind of have, have carried me through uh, these dark times. Um, back in March 20th, Doom Eternal was released um, for PlayStation 4 and I guess all platforms. And highly recommended if you like uh, first-person shooters and lots of action, lots of violence, lots of yeah. gore. And actually, surprisingly, like a pretty fucking good story, man. But people over there at Bethesda are really uh, putting in the time with uh the stories for this game yeah quality yeah, stories man. yeah or id software i'm sorry i like it i like it yeah yeah yeah. you know doom yeah. back in the 90s it was just kind of you know shoot him up type of thing I, a little it, bit of story wasn't and correct me if i'm wrong um uh, sorry to interrupt but like doom was one of the original with wolfenstein right yeah that the first person shooters yeah that i mean they have they have legacy here right Oh, yeah, they were talking early 90s, uh, you know, teams of, you know, kind of like Mortal Kombat, same thing. Teams of like 6 to 11 guys in, you know, some garage just, just coding, you know. Right. And, it, uh, yeah. And, and it's been great. epic ever since. Like, they, they've constantly reinvented themselves in, in, in multiple ways. Yeah, mm-hmm. Doom has had a couple of missteps. Um, okay. I want to say, I don't know if... Yeah. Um, oh, there was a Doom for the PlayStation 3, I think, that... Did not land very well, and now it's that's not even part of the canon timeline because it was, I guess, so bad. I never played it, gotcha. but yeah, but but they're saw they're you know Doom one, two, three, Doom sixty four, it's all solid, and then Doom mm-hmm. twenty sixteen, which is a continuation. It's not a it's not a re- like they didn't scratch everything that's happened. They just made it work really well for the modern age, and now Doom Eternal twenty twenty. Um, it the difficulty curve is pretty steep. To be honest, I just played it in what's normal. It's called uh, Heard Me Plenty. But mm-hmm. I died a bunch of times. <laughs> I mean, it's hard. <laughs> but it's like the, it's the fun type of hard to where you, you kind of just... I mean, if you die, it's because you did something wrong, not because... It almost feels rewarding much. whenever you get past it, right? Yeah, basically, that's what it is. I mean, you, uh, you adjust your strategy. And something that separates Doom from your usual... Whether it, usual uh, shooter, third or first person is that usually in those games, it's all about taking cover, right? Because that's kind of how it works in real life. You know, if you're in a gunfight, you need to take cover. Um, well, Doom is not real life. Not at all. <laughs> not even not even a little bit. Thank <laughs> right. God, by the like, way. It's like hell on Earth. <laughs> right. Yeah, that would be awful. So, you know, thankful for that. But anyway, in Doom, you have to keep moving and attacking at all times. If you stand still or, or if you stop killing demons around you you will get overwhelmed because the amount of enemies they throw at you is insane you know just waves of enemies and you have to just keep moving and the way they do it is um 
because you run out of ammo, health, and armor pretty fast, but they make it also easy for you to get it as long as you keep killing. Like, if you kill demons with the chainsaw, you get ammo. If you kill them with a gory kill, you get health. If you burn them, you get armor. So you have to be switching your methods of attack while constantly oh. moving and so while choosing the different weapons on your wheel. So each you have to not only just kill, but you have to kill with a strategic with idea specific, behind it. Yeah, with specific weapons. Mm-hmm. To, for, for, that benefits you in what the you end. Need. Yeah, depending on what you need at that point in time. Uh, and to keep, you know, to keep moving along, unless you guys have another comment on Doom, we can move on to the next recommendation. Uh, I'm in, let's do it. Sweet. All right. So that's Doom Eternal. If you're in this quarantine and you like high octane, you know, always on your toes, uh, high violence type of game, then this edge of your seat or you. Yeah. Edge of your seat. You know, I was actually talking to Ernest. Uh, he's been on the show, actually, Ernest Curry, because he's also playing and he was like, yeah, man, like I'm playing it. He's like, but. Sometimes I don't play it because I just want to relax. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I see. High stress. <laughs> yeah. It's it's not relaxing, but it is a lot of fun. Yeah, the next game, the next and last game that we have here at PlayStation Station is the polar opposite of Doom Eternal. Um, and yet it is also a fantastic game. Uh, released April 10th, 2020. If you're a gamer at all, you um, probably already know what I'm talking about. Uh, the remake for Final Fantasy VII, uh, produced by, of course, Square Enix. It is just done so right. Of course, this is an RPG. It's a Final Fantasy game, so you know it's all about strategy. Brilliant story. Um, uh, I thought the voice acting was a lot of fun. You can play it in Japanese or in English, by the way. I bet you're playing it in Japanese. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know why. I just I just love listening to it. Um, it's default, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go into the details of the materia and your gear and your weapons you know, and all that stuff. I'm not going to put on my glasses right now. Yeah, yeah. But just highly recommend this. I mean, it's Final Fantasy. It's, it really needs no introduction. And, and for somebody that's a complete newbie as far as games, what does RGB mean? RPG. RPG. Role, role playing. <laughs> I, I, was thinking, I was thinking lights. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> RPG. <laughs> RPG. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's a, it's I, I, just, I just branded, I branded myself as a newbie right there. <laughs> <laughs> Red, blue, green. <laughs> Red, blue, green. <laughs> Have we been talking about Ruth Bader Ginsburg this whole time? This whole time? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, dude, role-playing game. But yes, like if you've never played an RPG, Final Fantasy VII Remake is a great... Um, a great way to get started. Um, again, if you didn't play the original in 97, it really doesn't matter. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, you'll be missing some of that nostalgia, of course, but it's still a fucking amazing game. Magnum never played the 97 version and he has been loving it. So, yeah, got, I only got to play because uh, back in the day, there is a when you bought it, it came in three, three discs. Yeah. And I only got to play the first disc because they got so scratched. Back in the day, uh, I didn't get to get past a certain, <laughs> a certain point at the end of the disc. Oh, that's uh, nice, And they just man. got stuck. And I, and <laughs> oh I played it over and over to make sure I can get past it, and I could not make oh. it. So I just I just never played it ever since. PlayStation yeah. 1 problem. Um, what have you guys uh, been playing to get you through the, through the pandemic? So the game that I've been uh, playing uh, at the moment during this pandemic is Control. Uh, it's a video game by Remedy Entertainment. And it's an action adventure, action adventure game, um, okay. and it's one of those where it's like a, the Federal Bureau of Control is a secret U.S. government agency, and they're tasked with containing and studying the phenomena 
that violate the laws of reality. So it's it's very odd and eerie type of game. Very it it won an award at the you know the game awards. It, it like got best art direction, and rightfully so. Man, it's this game is beautiful. It has great graphics. The art direction in the sense of like the colors they use, the the lighting, it's all it all plays really well in into the gameplay. And I mean, I recommend this game. It's really well done. It's a, a linear story, like a action adventure third person type of game. And there are some like you know tiny RPG elements in it as well, in the sense of you know leveling up like your your gun and like different types of powers that you can uh, can't. Uh, get through the game so um uh, it's really really fun game really interesting very different from your traditional game that you're used to playing so that's kind of what i've been playing right now i'm still in the middle of it i'm really just checking my time with it yeah it's interesting i've heard a lot of good stuff about control but i've never played it so whenever i'm not playing that game i'm playing uh, uncharted online and i really enjoy it just because in this shelter in place you get to play the games with all your friends and we're all get on at once we all get to talk and hang out you know check in on each other see how things are going and play games together even though we're all you know cities and worlds apart nice yeah i've been uh i've played a few rounds of uncharted with the iceman myself blanco Mm -hmm. what's up yeah i mean just piggybacking off uh, iceman first as far as uncharted goes uncharted by far is my favorite game i mean it's literally like five on five basketball the strategy is amazing <laughs> it's like yeah. it's just so good i mean there's so much trash talking that goes in and now you're you talking can, about the multiplayer right yeah the multiplayer i mean the game is an art piece by itself but yeah. i mean if we're just talking about the multiplayer it's it's fucking amazing so that's that's the real game i've been playing mostly lately the one that has piqued my interest and i literally and maybe this is because you know i'm super cheap and I saw it come up on discount. Actually, a friend of mine sent it over, and he was like, hey, this is on discount. I was thinking about buying Do it. Do not say Gang Beast. We're not talking about Gang Beast. <laughs> Dude, Gang Beast, the greatest, greatest game. <laughs> I wasn't talking about that, but Gang Beast, if you haven't, if you haven't looked at Do it. Do not play Gang Beast. The most epic, stupid game you've ever played in your life. Let it <laughs> die. <laughs> no, actually, it's Watch Dogs. Uh, oh, I cool. Think, yeah. The I, first I mean, one? No, the second one just came out, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And um, I started uh, watching a bit on that, and uh, you guys know I've been, like, dabbling in some coding, so I've been feeling like a hacker every day when I put on my hoodie. And uh, <laughs> But, it, it, you know, I started, like, getting a little bit into the game, and I'm like, dude, this game is, is pretty fucking awesome. So I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, dabbling a bit more into it. But in my heart, Uncharted, but the the Everest of my life is Gang Beast, like like Gogi. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Greatest game ever admitted. Oh my god! Um, this has been PlayStation Station. We're gonna go ahead and take a little break, and we will be right back. And we're back with episode 68 here at the Unhappy Cyclops. We are doing a classic. We are doing segments. We had PlayStation Station right before the break. And we're going to move on to our next segment real quick, which is going to be led by Iceman. And the name is yeah. Warren Stream. Yeah, there was a few uh, runner-up contending uh, 
uh, titles for it, but you know, I think Corn Stream sounds legit. Yeah, yeah Corn Stream won out. In my opinion, it was the best. It's a good name. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah you best. know. I mean, who knows how temporary this title will be? I mean, yeah. Hopefully, it's only temporary, and this is only the one time we do it. So, <laughs> right. we're not... three years later, <laughs> this so, is uh, episode three hundred and thirty of Corn Stream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So it's you know, it's we're living in those days where we're sheltering in place. So, with that being said, you know, everyone's home. So, what better thing to do but to see what's streaming? A uh, top contender that everyone has been talking about recently, and I will think about every single time I think of quarantine, is <laughs> Tiger King. Oh my god, Tiger King! <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think I'm, I think almost everyone has seen this documentary. Oh, okay, okay. Let me ask a basic question here. Okay, <laughs> just basic question. If we had not been in quarantine, would Tiger King have so many views? Or would it just be a mediocre? Because I haven't watched it. Honestly, I started it. I got distracted. I did not mm-hmm. finish the first episode. Would this be, does it stand the test of time or does it just stand the test of this time? That's my question. It might be a little bit of both. I mean, I think in the sense of like, I mean, I it is still a well-made documentary. It's not just like, oh, it's just, this is just what's on right now. And everyone's just talking about it and it sucks, but everyone's watching it. But I, I think it's still a, a well-made documentary, and uh, it is relevant right now, and it's something that everyone's kind of raving on about because how crazy it is. But yeah, just because um, it it is also maybe the amount of views just because everyone's at home and like they're just kind of like, what do I watch next? Well, everyone's talking about this freaking Tiger King. Right, right, right. Look, I yeah, I think of course if if the world was not going through a pandemic right now, I guess it wouldn't have as many views as it does right now. Mm-hmm. But right. it would still be a commercial success, and it would have still gone viral for sure. Okay, you know, okay. regardless of the pandemic, like it is a crazy real life story, just insane. It, every episode, like you think it's it can get more insane, and it does basically. And it's, yeah. it's a true story, you know. It's not you know, reality mm-hmm. television or anything like that. It's a docu-series. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Then then yeah. I'm down to watch it. It's an insane life story. Okay, okay. Yeah. Then then I'm gonna I'm gonna dive into it and become a Tiger King. <laughs> Maybe everyone felt good watching it just because like, well, I feel better about myself in this <laughs> in these crazy times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Everybody needs something to make them feel better. At least about I'm not them. Joe Exotic. <laughs> yeah. I actually started watching a throwback series. I don't you guys are probably not even seen this one, but it's Veronica Mars. Uh mm-hmm. it's a it's an old school show. It was back in like the 90s when it came out. Um, and the only reason I think we started watching this old series again, just out of nowhere, is because Hulu started streaming all the seasons and then they released a new season of like like a modern day Veronica Mars, like with Kristen Bell. Mm-hmm. She's the main actress in it. And she did a, a season like um, in today's day, I guess, because back in, I think they only did three seasons back then and it didn't get renewed again. So, you know, obviously hiatus from... 90s or early 2000s until now you know they just brought it back for another season so we were like hey let's just go watch the other i mean we got nothing else to do let's watch the other seasons and it's kind of like one of those uh detective type of shows where uh you're constantly like looking for clues and finding out the mystery for something that's happening like it's clues of- no <laughs> no no i know what you're talking about veronica mars yeah it's like uh you know uh yeah, yeah i know what you're talking about like a drama yeah, yeah, yeah. 
uh, you know, detective, you know, mystery, mystery. You know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's it's an interesting take. It's a girl in high school, like towards the end of high school, and she's works with her dad, and her dad's a, a PI, so she's really into it, and she's super smart. So she helps not only solve stuff, you know, like <laughs> stuff in high school, like oh, who stole this kid's homework? You know, let's find out, you know, that type the of The mystery stuff. of the trapper keeper. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so like, well, uh, you know, it's not like, like, like a, it's not that. Like a Nancy Drew, uh, but for uh, for uh, fucking modernized. Yeah, modernized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but obviously not as silly as that. But you know, they take on bigger things like you know, oh, who murdered like this? Hey, don't underplay Nancy Drew, bro. Hey, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's, in the Hardy voice, I'm like, uh, like labeling myself as a boomer right here. <laughs> yeah, how old so, are these guys? How old are these guys? <laughs> <laughs> but okay. it, it was it was pretty cool watching. I mean, super '90s throwback, dude. When you're watching this, even like the the, the way society and how they talk about you know talk to girls and like all that stuff. I'm like, man, like dude, the <laughs> 90s, the 90s are the new 80s, man. Like, yeah, seriously. Yeah. Dude, like, there's going to be so many guys into new boy bands. Like, just just prep yourself. It's oh, man. Well, the, the, the Korean scene has already taken that whole thing over. Yeah. Like, the, the boy bands, but... So it was really cool watching, like, an older series from in that time and then uh, seeing how all the characters look now in, like, modern day, how they grew up and how they look and how, you know, they're seeing their characters come back. It was uh, really interesting. I mean, that was kind of one of the main uh, main interesting things in seeing how like everyone changed so much, but it's pretty good, pretty good solid season as well. So anyway, Veronica, Veronica Mars. Um, I'll check it so, out for sure. Um, I will not. <laughs> <laughs> no okay. judgment there. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> uh, so those two. And then the third one uh, is Watchmen uh, oh, on nice. HBO. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah, okay, yeah. So basically following up Watchmen movie, which came out, was it years ago? <laughs> well, honestly, it follows up the graphic novel because some of the stuff that didn't happen in the movie come into mm-hmm. play on the on the HBO show. And some yeah. stuff that the movie differed from the graphic novel is in place in the show as well. Mm-hmm. So you, you actually, some stuff might throw you off actually because you didn't see it in the movie. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's pretty cool, like, since we finished the series and then we went and back and rewatched the movie again, but you kind of see like the little tie-ins and like, yeah, it's uh, the series uh, Watchmen and in general and HBO was really well made. I really liked the music they had in it, the the cinematography, the, you know, the acting, it was, you know, it was really well done. I enjoyed it. They took, you know, they hit on some really political type of, you know, well, they uh, handled the different timelines really well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they did. I'm not sure if I loved. Um, well, I don't know if I sh- it's me spoilery or not, but one of the characters on there and how they looked, as opposed to like how they looked in the movie. But anyway, yeah, Doctor Manhattan looked a lot cooler in the movie for sure. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, I don't know if that was spoiler or not, but I guess it's everyone knows. I mean, I guess you'll see him in the TV show. Yeah, of but, course. Um, um, but yeah, he looked yeah, a lot he, cooler yeah. in the movie. He looked he looked more godly in the movie. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. And then just more like a cosplayer in the TV show. <laughs> like aside from that, <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was pretty cool though. I just liked that universe and watching what's going going on there. So that's one of my that's one of my like top three recommendations. Nice. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Me? Okay, I have three recommendations. Uh, real quick, I'm pretty sure you guys are not going to watch these. <laughs> okay, maybe there are some uh, uh, horror heads. Uh, listening to this, that's horror, not whore. 
But if you're a whole head, that's fine as well. To each its own. Anyway, here, so um, we have been watching a bunch of uh, scary flicks and stuff like that. So here are my three recommendations. Uh, I really like these. Uh, First, Autopsy of Jane Doe is on Netflix. Very interesting premise. Um, You know, there is a suicide slash murder thing at a house. And other than the victims, they find a halfway excavated, like buried woman in the house. So they Mm -hmm. take it to the morgue. Um, and the whole, then the whole movie takes place in the morgue. It's a father and son business and they are going to do the autopsy of Jane Doe. This girl is an an, an unidentified victim Mm, and, and that's, you know, and I won't give anything else away. It is a pretty cool story, a little bit terrifying, um, but not too scary. Anyway, it's on Netflix. Check it out. Next recommendation is Hell House. Um, this is a, you know, Blair Witch Project type of film, you know, uh, you know, shaky cam or like shaky cam it's supposed to be so the premise is uh these group of friends is like f- uh four guys and one girl or something like that they uh they're put they're working it's like the movie starts in august and they are working to put up uh, a haunted house of sorts for halloween you know make some mm-hmm. money yeah um so they rent uh, an abandoned hotel in Abaddon, um, upstate uh, near New York. I don't know exactly where, but that's the name of the t- town, Abaddon. And they rent an abandoned hotel to set up their their haunted house, which is called Hell House. And of course, as you would expect, the hotel is actually haunted. Um, mm-hmm. How many of those? Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Uh, um, how many of those uh, kids will survive? Probably none of them. But <laughs> but no, it's it's really fun. Um, so you can catch that on uh, Prime, I think they play it. It's and it's yeah, like shaky cam Sweet. type of thing. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Oh man, it's too dizzy. I get too dizzy and nauseated. Shaky cam. Yeah, that's definitely. Am I going too fast? By the way, I just don't want to. No, no, you're fine. You're, 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 you're yeah, good. if you guys want to throw any comment about any of these suggestions, you know, throw a comment. No, you're good. Yeah, yeah, the shaky cam is definitely a genre that it's either for you or 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 it's not. You know. Right. Uh, it's low production value but still it's a lot of fun and a cool premise and the last one we actually just watched this one last night it's called the devil's candy you can find this one on shutter and this one i think is um, uh, the most clever of them all it mixes um it 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 mixes the uh the serial killer genre with the spiritual you know satanic forces type of thing Mm. so there's a little bit of both elements to it um that's interesting and and they are you know blended you know very well it, it, neither of them is like too extreme okay. um so this one is more of a thriller uh yeah thriller horror type of thing um it's called the devil's candy and it is also really good for any of you out there who enjoy scary movies those are three pretty good ones that are available to you during this corn stream <laughs> See what ah, I, I like it <laughs> nice do you have any uh, you have an honorable mention honorable mention um narcos <laughs> narcos a great That's show man great fucking show <laughs> yeah great, great one show. yeah what do you got for us do what i've been uh looking at honestly throwback comedy community re-watching community yes it's an, it's yeah. an oh, epic nice. show yeah. it's an epic show dan Harmon is the writer and he's just genius and the actors brilliant community rocking my fucking socks off but of course a lot of people have already seen community so they're not wow so they want to watch something I have, new i haven't seen it 
You haven't seen Community? Shut, oh, the, really? shut the hell up, dude. Just go slap no yourself way. in the mirror right now. I, I can't even talk to you right now. I, I've seen it, but I haven't seen it oh, all. Like I've God. seen like I've seen an episode here and there, but oh, I've dude. never just like sat dude, down and straight. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a pass, Ice Man. I'm gonna give you a pass right now. The next I episode, I'm <laughs> you should watch this show because you know honestly, Go has all the credit for me watching this show because I, I started watching it and he was like, "Dude, you need to watch this show." And he was like, "Just get through these episodes because you know me, I'm a I'm a I'm a bitch when it comes to shows. I'm gonna like find everything wrong with it. I'm not gonna watch it." And Go was like, "Watch this show. It's epic." Get through the first season and you were gonna love it. And I did. It was fucking amazing. Community, I've been rocking that as a comedy. If we're you know, nice. I don't really get into the dramas that much unless they're historical. But lately I've been watching two particular things. Uh one is called uh One of Us. It's a documentary series about ultra orthodox. It's a great documentary if you haven't seen it, because you see the power they have and how kind of crazy they are like it's really insane and so there's two shows that you should watch it's called one of us and unorthodox which is a german-based show that they do about a girl that runs away from brooklyn who's in an uh, ultra orthodox family from her marriage to berlin and it's it's eye-opening honestly and it's 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 really insane when you nice. look at yeah. like at this culture. And so I always definitely gravitate more to documentaries and things that make you cry. And so those are the things that I've been watching lately. So a little bit of comedy, a little bit of uh, sad facts of life, and that's where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's nice. a good tagline for something. Of, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but sad facts of life. <laughs> that's that's what I am. <laughs> You know, it's it's like ninety percent there, but there is something there for sure. Yeah, you know, so and so and so, where you get a little bit of comedy, but mostly just sad facts of life. Boom, sad facts of life. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, guys. That's quarantine stream. stream. So yeah, yeah. I'm actually uh, pretty excited about this next segment because I really do not know what the hell it's even about, but. <laughs> but we're excited and we're going to go ahead and get started with stay at home Stu's travel tips. Okay, so for us, Blanco. Dude, I got some stay at home travel tips for you guys. Because like most <laughs> things in my life, I'm only good at things that have uh, really no value uh, to anything. So uh, this is another one of those things like right when I started traveling and like I would consider myself a veteran traveler, we have a lockdown so nobody can travel. So I felt like I would share my travel experiences to everyone for who knows when you're going to travel. Probably never. I don't know. But anyway, these are <laughs> these are travel tips that are not helpful with <laughs> Travel tips you can't do right now. Uh, yeah, travel tips you can't you, put in your put in your put in your back pocket right now. So okay, travel tips with Stu. If you ever first travel tips are like if there's a problem in your flight and you're talking with the the help desk. Let's say you get delayed, something goes wrong. There's you know weather or uh, miscommunication, whatever. Number one rule, always be cool, okay? Be friendly because if the, the person at the help desk gives you a voucher, right? 
like, you know, you guys are in the airport, they give you a voucher and it's like, hey, yeah, you got delayed. Here's a voucher to go get some lunch. If you're cool with that particular person, I have found that you can go back to that particular person and ask for more vouchers and they will give them to you no problem. So I was stuck in London at one point and we got delayed for like eight hours and they were like, here's some vouchers. I came back and I was like, hey, I want to get some coffee. Can you give me some more vouchers? And they were given like five pound vouchers and they were like, oh yeah, no problem. Because we're like, hey man, no problem. What's easiest for you? Put us on whatever flight you need to make your world easier. Dude, at the end of the day, they gave us like 50 pounds worth of vouchers. So be cool and then realize that you can continue to ask for vouchers from those people. And I think most people just think that the airlines can only give you a limited amount of vouchers. But really, they can give you how much they feel like they want to give you if you're cool. So that's the first tip. Be cool. You're cool with a person, they'll give you a lot of money. So you can go like eat at the nicest steak restaurant in the airport, come back, get more vouchers for coffee, come back, get more vouchers for massages, whatever the hell you want to do, just be cool. Second tip, there is a website called flightright.com. Now, if you get delayed at an airport and they have to push your flight, you can go to this website and they will take your case to the to the airline and you will get paid back the money that you got paid for the flight. So for instance, I went to England and I got delayed eight hours and the air the the British Airways paid me back 250 pounds for the hours that I was delayed. At the end of the day, I made money on the flight, right? Literally, I got paid more. I like fucking awesome. like made way more money than I ever paid on the trip. So basically, my trip was free. And this is another thing. Flightright.com can settle all that shit. So you just need to be cool and you need to go and say, hey, look, all this time was worth this time for me. And the airport will set it right because you were delayed. So those are some, some little flight tips that don't mean anything because you can't go anywhere. Travel tips with stew that don't matter. So, uh, <laughs> those put are them in your things. pocket and stay at home. And put them yeah. in your pocket and stay, <laughs> stay at home. So, but those are some things that people never really think about. Like, honestly, you can go back and ask for more vouchers at the airport. Nobody ever does, but you literally go back and be like, Hey, I want a coffee. Can I get another voucher? And they'll be like, Yeah, for sure. As long as you're cool, be cool. Yeah, just walk to, up to them and just, you know, back at the table and say, show me the voucher. Yeah, give a give a little and you will be getting vouchers like crazy. And the last little right. thing that I got to drop on there is a little track that I've discovered as I've been traveling around Europe. And that track, we're probably going to play a little bit of it. And it's called Johnny Dapp by, oh God, I'm going to butcher this name in German. But Lorenz Buffel. So we'll play that now. Weißer Strand, rein in den Flieger. Heute sehe ich dich endlich wieder. Warum jetzt? Warum heute? Hier sind einfach geile Leute. Wir stehen am Meer hinter uns die Wellen. Ihr 
segment with stay-at-home <laughs> travel tips. Hey, you know, at the end of the day, I feel like it was it was a little bit enlightening because who has not been delayed in an airport? True. And who who knew this flightright.com that will literally state your case for you? And yes, the the music video is pretty useless, but you can't ask for more <laughs> vouchers. Okay, that's what you got out of it. You got a you free know, cup uh, of coffee. A free cup of coffee. That's all I can if you're say. You're gonna remember anything, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Remember, get your goddamn yeah. vouchers. Um, you know that music video uh, will either because for the listener, you know, so it, the, the music video is basically like a big summer party, is what it is, yeah. right? Yeah. Beach, pool, you know, alcohol, all that stuff. So at Not a time like at, at, a, at a yeah at a time like this when when that is impossible. For you know, to, well, actually, no. People are still doing it because anyway. Whatever. Even your music video is promoting stuff you can't do, yeah, Blanco. I, I, I'm sorry, I said this was a useless segment. It was a useless segment that you can't use right now. Okay? People having a great time all hanging out together. We are sticking with it, gentlemen. This has been episode sixty-eight. We went classic this time around with PlayStation Station, Corn Stream, and stay-at-home to travel tips. 
gentlemen, it's been great hanging out with both of you uh, via our computers. Yeah, via it's been great, man. Technology. Don't forget to check us out, subscribe, and like Adam Happy Cyclops on all the social apps of your phone. And as always, remember, stay home, stay safe, and stay unhappy. Thank you.